This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, I'm your inner dream monologue, and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. quick <laughs> so good to be back <laughs> look at this crowd it's been too long do you remember our faces have we aged be honest and be be honest and be nice we're back <laughs> we are back in our nation's capital we're not messing around this time last time we were messing around <laughs> Now this is serious business, which is why we charge $3,000 for the worst ticket in the, in the audience. <laughs> right? Isn't that right? We're like the Rolling Stones of tabletop podcasts. Yeah. That's what they say. Is that a streets. reference to my age? No. <laughs> no. But their tickets are expensive. Washington, D.C., you can't help but feel patriotic when you walk around this city, huh? Yeah. Well, Every time a flag unfurls, you come into America. <laughs> Makes me want to just buy a flag and wave it around like a crazy flag guy. Never been a big flag guy, but I think I could get into it. See all these buildings and all these monuments. You just want to buy a flag and wave it around like there's no tomorrow. You can't help it. Get a little rigid for America when you're here. <laughs> you can't help but feel a little stirring down in your downstairs Washington Monument. For America! When you're in D.C., maybe your reflecting pool gets a little more reflecty. For America! Amazing. When you're in D.C., you know what we should do? We should buy a bunch of flags, right? Stop me if you heard this one. Buy a bunch of flags and just start waving them like crazy. And then we should march on the streets, Matthew. Right? We'll march all the way to one of the... One, uh, just a building that seems to jump out at us. You know? And, we'll, and maybe they won't let us in, but we'll figure it out. Grant's got some guns. Matthew, you in? I don't know. I think that'd be fun. 
He doesn't tell us what he's going to do or say, and I'm always scared, and this is why. We're all we're always all scared. Because he's saying, it's like, I don't know what I'm going to say out there, and it's like, oh, no. I don't know. <laughs> he did warn me it was going to get controversial, and I was like, my family's here tonight. I <laughs> <Mine> too. <laughs> Comedy is dangerous. Folks, my name is Troy LaValle, and I'll be your master of ceremonies tonight for this black tie affair. <laughs> Notice I said black tie and not black tie optional, and you might be thinking, but, oh, wait a minute, you guys aren't wearing, you ain't wearing suits because we're the performers, and we're supposed to look like average people. But I'll tell you this. When we stepped out of our helicopters earlier this afternoon. <laughs> and gone we rappelled our, down to the theater. Rappelled down to the theater and then gotten five separate limos just to ride around the block. We were wearing dinner jackets. So next time you should dress up. If you want to come here to the Miracle Theater for this gala. I could totally picture Grant. Beats headphones, the full suit, walking in with his suitcase dragging behind him, flashes constantly as he walks through the Five hundred dollar sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he's getting off the bus for it to play in the AFC Championship or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd like to take a moment and introduce uh, four gentlemen that Forbes magazine has described as and the gang. <laughs> That's We're true. having fun, huh? Don't That's encourage true. him. To my far left tonight is a man who needs no introduction. And to my far right is Skid Moore. <laughs> yes, Skid! Skid, you old carpetbagger. How are you, buddy? I'm well. I'm very good. I'm, I'm particularly excited because two of my three sisters are here tonight. They... Uh, they don't, they don't live anywhere nearby. They just both came here to see the show and, uh, and friends and stuff. And uh, So Singh and Delia are both here, and uh, p- treat them well. Yeah, yeah, that's Singh. <laughs> okay. And also, uh, my dad, uh, who, as many of you might know, is a big fan of our, our live shows. He watches them on YouTube. Uh, he's been a little bit under the weather uh, the last couple of weeks, but he was very excited for this. And he texted me, he said, give all of you, uh, you guys, my very best. And I expect Troy to be on his best behavior with my girls in the audience. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> I apologize in advance, Mr. Ma. <laughs> I said, like, I'm here too. I don't know if you've noticed, Dad, but he treats me pretty shabbily from time to time. <laughs> and I also have feelings. He's like, yeah, but it'll toughen you up, son. <laughs> I guarantee by the end of the night, your sisters will sign three core rule books. <laughs> Get them some Sharpies. Yeah. Sitting next to Skid is what people describe as the Lance Armstrong of the Glass Cannon Network. <laughs> because he loves bikes. He loves cheating. He loves Cheryl Crow. <laughs> and he has one giant testicle. <laughs> Grant Burger, everybody! It's an enormous problem, and the spandex I wear on my bike rides is not helping. 
Grant, I was thinking about you this morning uh, when I woke up feeling like death, and I was like, I wonder if Grant misses this feeling, this feeling of waking up after drinking 19 Bud Light Pounders at the ball game. Do you, do you miss that, Grant? I was thinking about you, too, on my bike ride today, Troy. Yeah. I was like, I bet you he's out there biking, sweating, looking thin. Meanwhile, I just I felt terrible. I looked over at Skid, and I said... I think I should just jump out the window. <laughs> Rather than do the show tonight. It, it was really impressive when you landed in the helicopter that took us to the venue. Right. It all worked out, and I ripped off my tuxedo. <laughs> I slept in it. You didn't get to see the, uh, the article of clothing that Grant wears when he rides his bicycle. Oh, it he was, looks like a, a yeah. 1980s Olympic wrestler. <laughs> that's, yes, that's basically what it looks like. I'll put it on screen for everyone. Not, not no, you. Uh, that's okay. No. No. Oh, God. Oh, there's children oh. here. Show us your search history. <laughs> I have a GCN live only account so that's that no smart. one can see my. Uh, <laughs> smart. Does your it's wife smart. have the password? Yep, that's it. There it is. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Wow. What would the casting director say? We need a guy with seven moles. <laughs> Do you have a guy with seven moles to model this? And there the was one agent of, that was uh, like, I got the guy. The rough shape of the little dipper. That's what I want to see on the man's stomach. <laughs> with a seven-mold man would be perfect. So Folks. <laughs> Webster defines the word Joe as an ordinary man. An average chap or a cup of coffee. His well-documented diuretic properties aside, our Joe (laughs) is anything but ordinary, anything but average. He is the heart and soul of the Glass Cannon Network. (laughs) And with his diet and blood pressure, we're only going to have him around for a few more years. Give it up for Joe O'Brien, everybody. Joe, you dirty scoundrel. How are you, buddy? Oh, fucking great, dude. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic to be back here. This was one of the, the second to last show before we shut down. And it was so sad to not see anybody, not be on the road, not hear the crowd. And, and all I kept thinking in my, in my dreams at night, it's like, one day I'll go back to D.C. <laughs> one day it'll happen. Because this place is amazing, and I've got close friends here tonight, too. We all do. There's so many great friends here yeah. in D.C., and uh, uh, Luke, K-Carb, it's so great to have you guys here. Yeah, I'm, it's just like family here. It's great. Love all you guys. I don't have any friends here. You, don't have, you didn't need the here on the end of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One too many words in that sentence. Just, <laughs> could have saved us uh, We said we're trying to keep seconds. it tight. We've only got two hours. There you have it, the Glass Cannon 5, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matthew Cabotacasa. Yeah! <laughs> you know, Matthew, I met your wife before I ever met you. Is that true? Yes. And the reason I really liked her is because she laughs at all my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and my then lo- you came along and ruined it. <laughs> That is my specialty. 
Yes, my long-suffering wife is here, and my sister, who uh, has no idea what's going on. This is the craziest. This is the, by far the most like family, like everything we've had to the show. This yeah. is insane. In and my place. in-laws, including New York. Yeah, our, our New York friends don't come to this. No, they won't. <laughs> I tried to do a recap at, uh, at breakfast this morning. All, all I can imagine is just rapt attention around the pancakes. Like, <laughs> so then what happened next in the asylum? Well, they, they, the question the, my sister and her fiancé kept asking was, so who plays that person? And I'd be like, Troy. And they'd go, like, as a chorus, because he's the GM. I'd be like, yes. <laughs> The whole concept is so alien to 98% of people on Earth. <laughs> yeah. And especially people that are in theater and know theater. You're yeah. like, yeah, well, you know, there's the, there's the one guy, and he just, uh, he plays all the roles. <laughs> That's the job he wants. They're like, oh, my yeah. God, he must be insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> you know you got them if, like, 20 minutes into the conversation, they're like, all right, so wait a minute. How many magic missiles do you have now at this level? <laughs> and there's still 1d4 plus 1? How does it work? <laughs> By the way, I just got an alert that popped up on my computer. Joe asked me to set it for 8.14 p.m. There are three Atakai. Yes! <laughs> Very important. We don't want to forget that. Does everybody have a nice pandemic? <laughs> uh, well, the good thing is uh, all of America is 100% vaccinated. So we're... Looks like we're seeing the other side of this, everybody. <laughs> Good job, America. We did it. Mission accomplished. <laughs> I, don't have the, I don't have the banner. This is show. You never know. You never know how those are going to go. I'll skip the second part of that one. Uh, <laughs> this is show number two of the 2021 tour. We were in Philly two nights ago. How many people were in Philly? What was that, 300 people were in Philly? Amazing. <laughs> Amazing if you're watching this video later. We were in Philly, and now we're back in D.C. after a 16-month break from doing shows. First show back in D.C., and we've got over 300 people here tonight. Yeah, D.C. Bringing it. From the bottom of my cold black heart, I want to thank you for supporting us and for supporting us over the whole hiatus because we had to stop the tour. We had to switch to doing more live streams. We thought that, like, well, it was a good run. Business over. But, uh, no, exactly the opposite, and it's all thanks to you. So give yourselves a round of applause. Do you... Do you guys like doing this? This is the first time we've done like a show and then traveled to another city and done another show like Green Day does. Do you like? We remind me of Green Day. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're following the Green Day model. Yes. That's how in the planning sessions, that's how it was termed. A young Green Day. Did Green Day bring their crazy bike and bike rack and bike pump along with them to every store location? Maybe. You don't know Billy Joel Armstrong. You don't know. Yeah, you sound like an American idiot. <laughs> I think they do. I think they're uh, conscious about the pollution that cars give to the atmosphere, and that's why they're Green Day. They're all bikers. Oh, oh. we figured it out. That's it. It'll be a long night. It'll be a long <laughs> night. Do you guys like doing the uh, 
show, go to a new, another city, do another show. This is the first time. Why I like leaving time? before you and then going to the wrong hotel and showing up at exactly the same time. I was oh, so... God damn Here's it. the thing. Boy, that, that, like, that almost sounds like an example based on real life. Yeah. So I book all the hotels, and I am uh, very good at making itineraries that are color-coded with all the information possible. So Skid and I were driving with our videographer, Harry, good buddy of mine. Hi, Harry. Harry. Uh, Emmy, Emmy award-winning winner. Harry Watson up Emmy, there, Emmy winner. You know... We're like, we want someone to shoot the videos. We should probably get an Emmy Award winner. It just happens to be a friend of mine. <laughs> Don't want a name chart. drop. Green Day was busy, so I went with Harry. <laughs> they uh, do event videography? <laughs> no, but I think they have an Emmy for something. Shut okay. up. We, Skid and I arrive at the hotel, and uh, Grant is there ahead of us, which is weird, because I'm like, I feel like Grant left three hours before us, and he's so angry. Well, come to find out, Grant and Matthew, who are driving together, went to the wrong hotel, because rather than looking at my beautiful itinerary, they just were like, oh, that hotel? I guess there's only one of those, and there's four, and they went right to the wrong hotel. So that was one thing. He was very upset. He unloaded his bike, unloaded everything, and then I get a call from Joe. We were supposed to go to the ball game last night. And Joe's like, so, uh, which one are we at? And I'm like, we're at this one. He's like, I'm at the wrong fucking hotel. <laughs> and I had just... already valeted my car. Like, I pulled up. I was like, I valeted. I got all this merch in the car. I'm like, I go in. I'm like, oh, Brian, like, give me your ID. I give it to him. Like, you don't have a reservation here. I'm like, I think you're mistaken, ma'am. <laughs> so then I, and then I look at his copious and detailed notes and there it is right in the face you know it's your own fault which makes you even more angry so then I left drove across DC traffic to the other hotel got there said uh, O'Brien she's like can I have your ID <laughs> I left it at the other hotel <laughs> I stood like this for two minutes in front of her <laughs> trying to not have a mental breakdown I'm trying to go out to the ball game it was, it was terrifying. I rode back to the other hotel today to pick up a dongle that I ordered for this live show on my bike. And uh, as I was dressed like this, yeah. I said, my name's Grant Berger. I believe I had a package delivered here. I believe you've she, seen my she package. Said, I see you did. I see you're delivering that a package a, right now. That is a dangerously large single testicle, first off. <laughs> And then she, she looked really at me, get that looked at. She looked at me incredulously. Do you have ID? And then I reached into my breasts and pulled. No, uh, I had it in the back of my bike. It's less dramatic. Anyway. <laughs> we, we had tickets to go to the, the Nationals Padres game last night, and Joe's so mad in the phone. He's like, "Enjoy the game." And he's <laughs> I texted Joe to say, uh, "I think I did the same thing you did," and he wrote back four flaming angry head emojis at me. <laughs> Did you voice dictate that? That's amazing. And then I said to Grant, enjoy the game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was actually funny because at the game last night, we all went and we have Harry and Brennan. Like, Harry's won an Emmy. And our employee number one, Brennan, has got a national championship ring. Like, he played for Clemson in the national championship (laughs) game. Led the team in yards per carry, right? (laughs) Brennan! So it was like, in our row, it was like we had an Emmy, like an ACC championship ring, a national championship ring, and then us. <laughs> the gang. The gang. The gang. The gang. Uh, well, I like it. I like doing these two shows. I think if it was up to me, we'd do a show every four days, and then you guys would get tired. 
Yeah, uh, no, I love it mainly because of the game. I love, uh, yeah. I love just going right back into the story. Because I love me a little strange aeons. I'm having a lot of fun with this AP. Yeah, I think it's the my... Well, you know, I have a special place in my heart for Giant Slayer. It was the first show that we've ever done. It's coming to an end uh, pretty, pretty soon. Uh, but in terms of stories, this one... This one might be my overall favorite. So. Ooh. Hot take. Hot, Hot take, take, bro. <laughs> I think it's appropriate now to... Uh, Jump back into that story. Yes, please. And the way we like to do it is with the recap. Oh. (laughs) Ooh. Ooh. Whoa, whoa. Grant Berger, ladies and gentlemen. That's what you get when you get Grant full-time. Yes. Where's this man's Emmy? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Moles be damned. You make a good recap video. They're beauty marks, Troy. (laughs) I got made fun of in Philly because my recap was too long. Oh, I'm sorry. I care about the story so much that I get a little verbose in my recaps. It was 45 minutes long, and I was like, we have a very limited showtime. But then I was thinking about it. I was like, you said everything you said was important. Yeah. I was like, there's so much that we have to worry about. It just got me more and more anxious. I'll keep this one tight, though. Give me some, give me some good recap music. All right. Set the mood. Set the mood with some music. Something to underscore my dulcet peanut butter and velvet voice. As, as they say. Our heroes have left the asylum. It's in the past. Let's not talk about the past. They've left the asylum behind, and now they're in the city of Thrushmore, investigating their connection to a man named Count Hazerton Lowell's IV. What do you need to know about Lowell's? He's the de facto leader of this county where Thrushmore sits. He abandoned his posts for some unknown scholarly pursuits. He may have been embezzling money from the town before he left. No. Yes. The worst kind of crime. Money crime. Yes. <laughs> money crime. Money crime. <laughs> Sir, my file under money crime. My client is clearly not guilty of this money crime that you've charged him. <laughs> this imaginary money crime you speak of. Joe's so smart, and money crime came out. <laughs> That's amazing. (laughs) Three of you, eh, boop and boop, used to work for him in some capacity. He's the one that had you committed, and he may be behind why you have huge gaps in your memory about your recent past. You get to town. You get to Thrushmore, and things are a little weird here. People are going missing. There's strange murals all over town, and everyone you meet remembers you as being a real piece of doo-doo. Cesadia Rents at the Sleepless Detective Agency tells you that when the royal accuser, this, like, badass government inquisitor, when when, when she came to town to to look into Lowell's disappearance, she went to Fort Halecourse, the seat of of the town's magistrate, who also mysteriously up and left town. 
The accuser went to the fort and never returned. You know that Lowell's assistant, some woman named Melly Sen, was left in charge of Lowell's estate, Iris Hill, when he took off. You discover that she was buying sleep-inducing drugs off of a cave druid that you ruthlessly murdered in cold blood without asking her name. You know, you know our thoughts on druids. <laughs> and the Irish. And the Irish. <laughs> our position is very clear. <laughs> We've drawn a line. She's no Irish need apply. She step danced all the way to the grave. (laughs) As you're exploring the town, you're attacked in the streets by four cultists of the king in yellow. Cultists of Hester who you now know seem to appear out of these murals that are all over town. Are they using the murals as teleporting devices? Are they being transported here from fucking Carcosa? Yes, they are. You have no idea. But something effed up is going on in Thrushmore. What is it? Yeah, tell us. Dude, you want to talk about making the show hot? Let's cut right to the chase. So what's going on? Just tell us what's going on. I promise you will know by the end of book six. Six. Years from now. Yeah. <laughs> so the other night in Philly, you finally get back to the inn to rest where you're confronted by a young woman named Holisa. Holisa McIntosh, to be correct. <laughs> Julie's granddaughter? Yes. Alleged. Allegedly. Alleged, yes. She wants you to help her find her brother, Sean, one of many people who have just disappeared during this recent strangeness. Strangeness. You tell her, fine, just leave us alone so we can rest. We're exhausted. We've been, people have tried to kill us seven times today. So you do rest, and you wake up fifth level. Yes! Yes! So you head to Fort Halecourse to find out what the story is over there, and it's cold and rainy when you arrive. You see the garrison is very lightly manned, the tips of spears and bows peeking out over a couple of the five towers, you knock on the door, and the constable left in charge answers. You're welcome. (laughs) The constable is quite short with you, and she tells you that she can't let you in, that the magistrate left her in charge, and that she can't help support the town with soldiers because they all left after they stop getting paid. Then she slams the keyhole on you. (laughs) (laughs) Sensing something was wrong, Halster Price conjures an air elemental through the arrow loop to unlock the door from the inside. But before that can happen, two soldiers inside the garrison attack the air elemental. You get the door open and realize that the soldiers inside are not human, but instead they're juju zombies dressed in the guise of mercenaries. You take the first two down, then two more come in, followed by a third wave, and it got pretty hairy there. Aldo Casimir almost went down for the old permanent sleep. Luckily, Sir Julie Andrews used the bottleneck of the doorway to her advantage and was able to cut down each wave. And Atticus Grimm, 
the rat folk wizard, delayed his turn no less than six times. <laughs> you're welcome. Now you're in the garrison. The constable that spoke to you is nowhere in sight. There are several doors around you, including the open one where that second and third wave of juju zombies came at you, and most importantly, you know that something dark is going on here in Thrushmore, and you might be the only ones that can deal with it. Grant, let's go to roll 20. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline love collecting things time to add goat guns miniature models these gun models are one-third to scale and one-tenth the cost of the real thing these little bad boys are four to eleven inches in length and weigh up to one full pound build collect and customize your goat guns collection with attachments build your dream collection at goatguns.com take it to the map oh i've uh, embellished the scene with some Aftermath here. Oh, oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Grant, what have you been doing over there? There's a nothing. <laughs> Don't ask questions, money crimes. <laughs> oh, Joe, money that. crimes, O'Brien. There are seven dead bodies. There's blood everywhere. Look at this. It's horrible. Oh, God. Oh. oh, no. Oh, no. It's pouring out into the streets. Oh, God. It's terrible. It's like the shining in here. Yeah, it really it's is. Terrible. So much blood. <laughs> it really is so blood. That's a way too much blood. Well, you killed them two nights ago. They've just been bleeding out. <laughs> We've just been standing there, Never staring since, at just them. Just standing yeah. there, like, waiting for the DC show to start. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> you can't even see the doors anymore. <laughs> we just drown. <laughs> You've got the doors you came in. Not not as interesting. You've got a door over here to the west east. Always get that wrong. Always. It's coming out of my mouth and I'm like, get it right, Troy. The west east. People you know. are watching. Just remember we east. I know it's east. I just no we. It spells we. What? West, east. I know which one's east. I just forget. No, you just say we, <laughs> like the word we. W e. And we. All, yes. We. Does anyone know what he's talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you are so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for my golden log, whoever. Oh. Is that you? I shall cherish it. Put it in my pants. It functions. <laughs> <laughs> there are doors to the north. Did I get that right, Matthew? North? You got it. Good job. Just say we. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and then behind this blood, I'll remove it. There is a door, Shma, where all of these zombies came in. Uh, Sir Jules, you saw a little peek in there. I'll tell you what, it's dark. The only reason you're getting some light in this room is it's streaming in 
from the outside. But it's a cold gray light because it's rainy out. So it's dark in there. You see a little bit of light, and you can see over here on the map that there is a, uh, an arrow loop that's streaming in a little bit of light, but it's dark. There's sconces on the wall where one could put torches every 15 feet or so. But you've got some options here. The east, north, west. Congratulations. Praise log. Praise log. What do you want to do? Want to search the bodies? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. shit. I don't have my iPad. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> I thought he'd never leave. I know. <laughs> now we can have a good time. Yeah! <laughs> Joe, touch all his dice. Yes. Before he gets back. <laughs> Did you find it? Yes. Sweet. <laughs> Get to work. Can I have that die back, please? What die? How dare you? Illusion, Michael. <laughs> you know what's so funny? It was sitting on a 20. Yeah. Used it up. <laughs> Every time I say that when we play our game, I'm like, oh, man, I used it up with the wrong thing. Matthew goes, you know, that's not how that works. Right? <laughs> funny story. I was this close to saying it right then. <laughs> Good buddies. All right. I've, you want to look at what they have? Yes. I've got a log in my pants. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> it's really uncomfortable. You can take it out. <laughs> Is that a golden log in your pants? Why, yes. Or are you just a 42-year-old child? <laughs> Both? Uh, all right. <laughs> They're all wearing studded leather because they were fucking studs in a past life. I I saw it coming just like a half second. (laughs) Because they were studs. (laughs) Seven pieces of studded leather armor. They all had masterwork longbows, masterwork long swords. Oh. No money. Well, they were zombies. They had arrows. I'll say they each had 15 arrows. Oh. So, I don't know. Unless studded leather is a big step up for any of you, which I don't think it is. Um, No, probably not. I think I could throw a party with a couple of my friends with that. Uh, do the, any of them, all of them are older than Sean would be, right? Older than Sean? Sean? Yes. Okay. He uh, was a child? You How think that he? he's like a teenager. And okay. these all look like uh, they were men and women before they were turned into okay. juju zombies. Now, you don't know if they were the former mercenaries. Seems like it. Or maybe they just, somebody has a bunch of juju zombies laying around in their closet and they dressed them up. If I had a nickel. Like it was fucking Halloween. I know somebody made a, at least a pretty decent knowledge check about juju zombies. Would they? Yeah. Okay. Do you know like 
where how they're made like what's what what differentiates them yes yeah yeah. Uh, because i was particularly confused about why they were not mindless typically a zombie is mindless and not so full of fresh blood yeah (laughs) so what makes them so different what's the deal with gg zombies they are uh, animated corpses of creatures and they're created to serve as minions as undead minions they retain the skills and abilities they possessed in life. So that's so what makes, very little. Well, that's you know what that would lead you to believe? Boom. They were the mercenaries. They were the mercenaries. Okay. Yeah. That's why they seem like they knew what they were doing because it's like it's part of their they have the muscle their training, right? Right. Their training is protect the garrison, but now they're working for someone else. Um, I'll grab a, one of the bows, but maybe we can throw everything else in the bag of holding. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. masterwork swords are worth yeah. a good yeah. amount. Yeah. It's legit. Yeah. Um, two questions. Can I have some healing? Number one. <laughs> Number two. Would you mind giving me a little light, dear? Oh no, it would be my pleasure. Atticus will step up, cast light on Sir Julie's. What? You don't use a shield, so just on your greatsword. Sure. Uh, because a shining greatsword and uh, Halster, is there anything you can do for her? Heal her. Uh, I am low on healing, so we must be careful moving forward. Stop your whining! Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Watch your mouth, rat. Oh! Whoa! Oh, inter-party tension. Oh, inter-party tension. For my wife and sister, Joe's character is a rat. That was... (laughs) Yeah, we're not in the mob. <laughs> uh, I'll expend. Uh, uh, no one else is hurt, correct? Right? I am very, also very badly hurt. All right, I will use a blessing uh, to empower one of my final channels of the day. Uh, seven points of healing for everyone. Uh, wow, great. Okay. You burned I'm, a couple I'm spells. Good. Did you use restoration to cure some charisma damage for. We anyone? decided not to. Not but both of the spells I tried to cast were interrupted. That's right. You lost two spells yeah. in Philadelphia. Now that you're not in the middle of a, a fight, you see that beyond the double doors of this entrance, uh, this, this modest lobby, there's a long bench for visitors, a small two-wheeled supply cart, and an attractive standing mirror. There's also a faint briny smell in the air. Everybody roll a perception check. Uh, there'd be a 10 for Eldo, case in the air. 23. Ooh. 13 for Atticus. 16 for Halster. No good. So, Julie, as everyone is recovering from this and Atticus's mirror images go away... God damn it. You are taking in the scene here, looking at the doors, looking at the room, and you see your own reflection in the mirror. And for a split second, something seems strange about it. It seemed like it moved... And it didn't match up with your movement for like a split second. And you don't know if you're just, you know, exhausted from that battle and your mind is playing tricks on you. But it looked like you turned towards the mirror and then like there was this split second where the image turned a little bit later than you did. Sir Julie uh, does the awkward salmon to Atticus. 
No, like this. Oh. <laughs> he leans his head into the mirror. Right, and the head comes. And he just moves around. Everything seems fine. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I thought it, 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 it didn't move when I moved. It was... A, it, 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 it didn't work like a mirror works. It, was, it wasn't in sync. Hmm. Didn't happen for you? No. Atticus is not one to lightly throw aside Sir Julie's instincts because she's the hero of the party. <laughs> so he is going to uh, roll a knowledge arcana, maybe? See if, if yeah, this sure. is a particular kind of magical mirror or something that's like a thing. Uh, 22 knowledge Ooh. arcana. No, there, you, you detect this faint signature of magic that is receding. The second you detect it, it's gone. Oh, I, wonder if we're, um, I wonder if we're being scried upon. But yeah, the mirror nice. itself doesn't appear to be magical. Okay. Well, right. You know what? While you mention it, I will do detect magic. Okay. And I will swath that in a 60-foot cone on, you know, all around, kind of, just to see a, a lot of unopened doors, see if there's any magic zoning? emanating from any of these areas. Cool. All right. Well, I will tell you that I don't think... Oh, oh. show me your cone again. You... <laughs> We're not alone, Troy. <laughs> uh, there you go. It's, it's pretty big, 60 feet. It's a pretty good cone. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. It's impressive. The Irish are not known for big cones. Uh... You are detecting some magic uh, from the... From Shema? East. Hmm. I'm picking up a magical resonance to the east. Should we go through these doors? Since this, this door is probably going to lead to a similar staircase up to the, the tower? Yes. All right, Sir Julie will kick in the door. Yes. Excellent. Right! I'm still pretty badly hurt! Oh! Oh, right. Um, uh, I can give you a potion of cure light wounds if you would like. Eleven points of healing. Oh, Bam! I'm good. Boom. No, never mind. Good. Kick through the door. Bam! <laughs> I will cast the light on lapse. my wooden shield before you do that, and we'll have that active for the duration. Okay. That's good. Uh, one other thing I didn't mention, um, just pointing it out, that just on the other side of the doorway to the west are stairs going up that you assume go up that tower. I didn't mention that. You mentioned it exactly. I really don't think I did. I'm you literally I'm said that word for word. I, maybe that was in Philly. I was basically was. quoting you from Philly. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like a steel trap. Can this I kick one. in the door now? Kick away. Bam. Boom. Boom. Oh. <gasps> oh. You <laughs> Rain is coming down from the sky into this open courtyard. <laughs> Unlike the darkness that you saw up ahead through the doorway to the west, uh, there is light here um, from the sky. Hmm. I've heard of that. <laughs> it looks like like there's darker dirt, and then like there's a patch of lighter dirt, so it looks like Oakland Coliseum like during football season. It's like the infield dirt is still there for yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm with a lot you, of baseball fans out there. 
The uh, fort's courtyard is muddy. There's patches of uh, grass and weeds sprouting from the soil, mostly along the walls. Um, You see up ahead and around the corner a brick well standing at the center of the courtyard. I'll reveal it in a second. And a grate for grilling foods. Actually, you can't see this, but it stands around the corner to the south. Here's the thing. Sir Julie, you, uh, have you entered there yet? Yeah. Okay. Up ahead past the well there, you see two dogs milling about. And as you enter, they look at you and start growling. I say, hello there, doggies. Would you like a scrap of you know, rations? <laughs> what kind of food do we carry on? <laughs> Jerky? Salt? Pork? They're eyeing you very carefully, and you don't know if they're going to attack or if there's a point where it's going to get hairy, but they seem very angry. And then the one in the back kind of comes around, and this guy steps up, and they just... I'd like to try out a uh, zero-level spell that might be useful here. Sato Voice, your dry, rasping whisper, fills a living creature with four or fewer hit dice with unnatural dread. The effective creature must make a will save or be shaken for one round. Maybe okay. just try to scare them off. Okay, I, like I don't think this. we. Ha- I don't think they like rations, and I, I don't think we have anything else to bargain with these dogs. <laughs> they could eat the zombies, but I don't think it's going to be very tasty. No. All right. Well, here's what I'll tell you, Grant. I'll mm-hmm. let you know how that's going to work. If they'll both roll, they will save. If they pass, they're probably going to get angry. Oh, boy. If they fail, you might have a moment to explore while they're peeing. <laughs> are they ignoring us, or are they... What are they... What's oh, the... got, they're, like, oh, they're pointed honest. right at you like they're going to attack... But they're seeing what you're going to do. If you back off, they'll probably be cool. Do you want to back off or or try to scare them with this whisper? Does anyone anyone have handle animal? Could someone summon a Gainsburger? Very. I really dated myself with that one. Yeah. Wow. Do you want to cast it, Grant? Uh, That uh, grate that I was talking about is over here, Sir Julie. There's a door just to your right that leads back around to the south, back into the building, you would think. Uh, But to the right of that is a grate. Looks like there might be a a kitchen or something on the other side. Let's see if we can edge around into that next room before I cast it. It's a DC 13 will save. He's going to make it. So I think I'll pass it. Sir Julie will calmly and authoritatively step forward and internalizing some of the lessons of Caesar Milan, (laughs) just gently establish herself as the alpha in the courtyard. Okay. What do you do? I walk forward with confidence and authority, like I just said. Okay. I make that sound yeah, and they start to get a little Okay Roll an intimidation check To demoralize the dogs Oh Poor dogs Okay 18 It's pretty good They don't immediately attack you 
I, I quickly wave everybody forward behind me to get down, to, down the passageway. How do they feel about giant rats? <laughs> Are they like, you're cool. Keep moving. Alistair, you sneak up. You see that, oh, Sir Julie's getting awfully close to these dogs. Their, their, their barking has not, or their growling has not uh, subsided, but they're not attacking you. But you know that this is a powder keg just waiting to explode. Are they guarding the well? Are they guarding deeper into this place? You don't know, but you do see, now that you're deeper into the courtyard, four dog houses on the wall to your left, and then more doors exiting the courtyard. It's the case of the missing two dogs. A Hardy Boys adventure. <laughs> Actually, like I said, there's light out here, so you can even see along the west, uh, there's a passageway that... Motherfucker, will you, you reveal mean and not hide? <laughs> also, I believe that's to the east. To the... Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> to the east. There's a passageway that goes to the east with another door leading to the north, and you see that it goes around. So there's lots of means of... Uh, getting out of here and also entering into the courtyard from several different places. So Halster is going to like say, nice doggy, nice doggy, and then back into the door that's immediately to his south. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, no. Backing into the old door, are you? Yes. So Julie, got me. All right. So Halster backs into the doorway away from the dog's You've got light, and you do see a kitchen. You see a small kitchen fitted with a cabinet, a stone work table, a blackened iron cauldron hangs in the fireplace, and a set of stairs lead up. He's going to do a perception check over the room for anything unusual, any dog food he's looking for, and traps. Or dog food traps. (laughs) Looking for dog food and traps. (laughs) Everybody oh. calm down. Just looking for dog food and traps. I'm That's not. all the warrant specifies. <laughs> dog food and traps. Dog food. Ma'am, please take a seat. Kitchen calm counter. down. Ma'am, Ma'am, calm down. It smells like dog food in your car. Mind if I search it? <laughs> Is your uh, car trapped, ma'am? <laughs> Uh, just a nine. <laughs> just a nine. You don't see any dog food. And you don't see any traps. You're going to step over to what looks like the burner stove to let other people enter if they want. Okay. So, Julie, yes, you're still yes, facing Julie. off with these dogs. What do uh, Atticus and Aldo do? I follow Sir Julie's lead, of course. She, behind her back, she waves them on into the room. Yes. We're cool, we're cool. Let's chill out. Go in, Sir Julie. I'll follow. No, I'll, I'll stay here and block your way. Yes, you good idea. Much better. <laughs> I'm wearing heavy armor. Aldo, go. Right. Is this it not how I wanted to spend my day? Bailed up by a pair of dingoes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully I use that slang correctly. <laughs> so we don't get more complaints. Like the entire continent full of really 
specific people. <laughs> Aldo sneaks around the corner and sneaks into the room, leaves room for Atticus to sneak into the room, and then closes the door on Sir Julie. <laughs> Good luck, Sir Julie. <laughs> May seven rape be with you. Do you know what this kitchen reminds me of? The green room. <laughs> yeah. Way bigger than the green room. <laughs> Sir Julie slowly backs into the kitchen and slowly closes the door. Closes the door. <sighs> Crisis averted. <laughs> Crisis averted. Nice. We've uh, outwitted a pair of dogs. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest heroes of Galarian history. <laughs> There's stairs leading up. There's also a door leading further east. Yes. Uh, maybe it wraps around to that door leading east in the lobby. Maybe it leads to another room. You won't know till you open it, but there's also stairs going up, and there's a cauldron and cabinets. What do you do? Search the room. What? Search the search room. Search the room. You search the room. Okay. The cabinet looks like it contains enough kitchen tools and cutlery for a, a chef and a sous chef. A couple of cooks. And enough dishes and flatware for two dozen diners. Mm-hmm. Is it recently used? Can I finish what I was saying? It was a very pregnant pause. I thought I could jump in there. The cauldron in the fireplace contains a greasy residue. <laughs> Skid, was that you? Wasn't me. <laughs> wasn't I tell me. you it was me. It wasn't me. The cauldron in the fireplace contains a greasy residue and some discarded bones. <gasps> and as you continue to look, you're like, those ain't chicken bones. <gasps> oh. There be human bones. Oh, damn. Which ones? <laughs> There's an ulna. <gasps> and a femur. No, no. Worst bone? Certainly not. And, uh... I was going to say, name one other bone fast. Don't Google it. He's Googling. He's Googling bones. I can see it. He's Googling bones. He's Googling bones. Stop it. You bone Googler. You're getting closer to my search history, Troy. (laughs) I'm going down a a dark bone road right now. (laughs) You don't want to be on this road. Honey? We need to talk. <laughs> I thought you were performing in D.C., and I see a history covered in bones. <laughs> there was a very interesting detail in the information you gave us just telling us about the kitchen, though, Troy, mm. serving about two dozen people, of which we may have killed seven, if they are still there. That's a, that's a good note, Grant. Yeah. Is it bottle cap? Oh! Not quite. I feel like Scrooge McDuck. It's got so many. A miser. So many. You're such a cap tease. (laughs) (laughs) Bottle cap! There is also a coccyx bone. (laughs) Now we're talking. There's an ulna, a femur, and and a coccyx. The likes of which you've never Classic. seen. Oh. oh, I've seen this before. It's coccyx stew. It's coccyx stew. Quite popular in Ustalav. Can the... 
Aldo do a heel check to see if these were at, if he thinks they're actually eaten. Okay. You can tell like the, the muscle scraped away from the bone or whatever. Yeah. Uh, fifteen. Yeah, somebody ate them. These were food. Food. Cannibals. So, Julie, do the teachings of your goddess have anything against, I don't know, feeding human bones to dogs to calm them down a bit? I don't know. I shall pray on this. <laughs> Give me an hour. It's <laughs> <laughs> no time. Uh, it's a good idea, but why don't we push forward and when we come back, we can... Yeah, yeah just as a contingency plan. Atticus is focusing on this magic uh, to the east. Yes. Uh, we seem to be getting closer, right? Yeah, and he kind of wants to go through that eastern door. Mm. Mm. Rumors groove, some magic to the east. Uh, I'll listen at the door. Okay. Uh, 24. It's very quiet. You could hear a coccyx drop. All right, I will open the door. <gasps> oh my, do you see a room here? It's uh, furnished with a wooden desk decorated with a Slavic coat of arms. <gasps> the walls are almost completely draped as well with warm woolen tapestries. Maybe some kind of office. Tapestries? Office. Tapestries, tapestries, yes. <laughs> you think, oh, okay, dare he? Maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe this was an important person's office. Someone that took the time to decorate it. The desk stands near the southern wall, while a cabinet and chair sit against the northern wall. There's a window overlooking the courtyard. Three doors leading out, and another mirror hanging on the wall near the door to the northwest. I think we should potentially uh, commit some art crimes and slash those tapestries, just given the nature of art that we've seen so far in this yeah. world. What, is the, what are the tapestries depicting? Yeah, I was like, we don't need to slash all art. <laughs> it's not like we're not going to burn the books just because someone uh, jumped out of one. It's called a pop-up book. It's fine. <laughs> Sounds like a communist to me. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about me or the book? Both. <laughs> what do the tapestries, the tapestries depict? Oh, things. Could you please go into detail? Oh, my. It's too gruesome. <laughs> I cannot go into it. It's, it's just... It's, do they resemble the, the murals we've been finding all around town? No, no, okay. no. It's more... Um, Pastoral landscapes, oh. uh, and also uh, battles, mm-hmm. uh, battles that uh, look like they have historical significance. But uh, I can tell you right now, you don't have to roll on it. It doesn't, you don't recognize it. Um, could have could have had to do with the founding of Thrushmore, maybe. Because um, you do see the Slavic coat of arms prominent in the murals as well. Mm. 
desk, cabinet, chair, two doors, and then more stairs leading up, which, again, you would assume go to another level of the John. Now, Joe, what do you think of my Roll20 work tonight? Uh, it's, uh, there's one problem. Okay, I want you... Uh, like this, for example. Is, there really, is this a secret wall here? All right, like, I knew you would have, have one complaint. Just that. <laughs> now are you Thank happy? You. I revealed... Honestly, this right now is perfect work. Okay. This is great. You always got a comment. But yes, it looks so much better to us. Oh, it checks uh, out. I want to keep focusing that detect magic. I never stopped casting. It just keeps right. focusing. So is it, right. where, where's it coming from? Is it something in this room? Okay. I will tell you that it is coming from the cabinet. The cabinet, Sir Julie. Yes. That is the source of our magic. Uh, Sir Julie will enter the room and open a cabinet. Careful. It may be trapped. Perception check. Or there could be dog food. 16 perception for traps from 25 feet away. It does not appear to be trapped. I open the cabinet. The cabinet was trapped. Uh, (laughs) A needle comes flying out of you. Oh, no. Really? Yeah, legit needle. I started reaching for my D20, and I was like, oh, they're going to see me do that, so I'll just casually move my hand back. Oh... And then Joe rolled a <laughs> shitty 16. <laughs> and now my plan is complete here to, to hit well. against touch AC. Uh, Uh-oh. Will you? Oh, no. Ah, oh, shit. 91. 31 against touch? Whoa! Yeah, that Did I get you? Troy's gonna roll. Troy's Okay. Here's what's gonna happen. Uh, oh. Oh, this is fun. Give me a fortitude save. Is this a disease? You're a disease. <laughs> no. It's a poison. Uh. Oh, it should have been me. Natural 17, 23. Yeah! Yeah! Oh! Yes! Oh! You take some damage. Oh. <laughs> you take one point of damage. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, God. Shall I heal you, Sir Julie? Shall I? And you're not poisoned. What? A relief. This needle comes flying out on a spring, hits you right in a little uh, opening in your armor, gets into your skin, and you're just able to bear down and not let the blue winnis poison course through your veins. I hand the needle to Aldo for inspection. Oh, He takes yes. it needle side up, and it goes into his hand. No. Fortitude, fortitude Why did you thrust it into my open palm with the sharp side down? <laughs> I don't know. my hand strength. Aldo, you're familiar with this. Poison needle to someone. What's wrong with you, Sir Julie? <laughs> that's just how Sir Julie hands needles. I that's... In her family, that's how they yeah, passed it's the how needles. She was back, right. Back in her day, I suppose I can't done. get angry. <laughs> you pull the needle out, and you see inside of the cabinet a magical cloak, a magical dagger, uh-huh. oh, and a leather bag containing money. Yes, money crime. I thought they couldn't pay their mercenaries. Interesting, Ooh. you would say that. Bottle cap. Oh! Oh, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> he really does 
Scots have so many. Scrooge McDuck. You're like you're Scottish, not Irish. <laughs> 1,268 gold pieces, 142 silver pieces, and 343 copper. Give me a spellcraft on this cloak and this dagger. Wait, did I say cloak and dagger? Oh. oh. Ooh. There's the name of the episode. Yes. Spellcraft. Is Daphne Coleman in Coming there? in hot. He comes out hot. It was I. <laughs> I was the magistrate. Atticus says, let me look at them. I think I've seen this before. 27. Ooh. Spellcraft. It is a plus one returning dagger. Ooh. Oh, wow. Nice. And it is a cloak of elven kind. Oh! Nice! These cloaks of famed elven design are enhanced to reflect the wearer's surroundings, aiding him or her in blending in with any terrain. When this plain gray cloak is worn with the hood drawn up around the head, the wearer gains a plus five confidence bonus on stealth checks. That's a plus five stealth bone. Yeah. That's pretty good. Who's interested in said cloak? Oh, I'd certainly like one. I'm sort of interested. I don't know. I have a cloak of resistance plus one. You don't want to give that up. Yeah, you're not particularly... <laughs> you're also not particularly stealthy or good at this game. Yes, I am. Stealthy. Stealthy, that is. So Aldo gets it? Woo. Thank you. Let that be reflected in the artwork that will come from tonight's sesh. Rem- yeah, remember Angeline. Yes. Aldo's wearing an elven cloak. Yes. From now on. But not the cloak of resistance. No. no. Definitely not. No. They'll get it done. What do you want to do here? A lot of options. Still got that uh, door back from whence you came. Now you know that the door just next to Halster leads back into the lobby. But then you've got a door that goes in. Well, actually, that's a window there that looks out on the courtyard. And across that window, you do see another door to the north. And then you got a door leading straight east. Yay. Well done, Troy. Well done. I will first search the desk in case this is the desk of the magistrate. Ooh. If need be, I shall slam my great sword down upon it and cleave it in twain. Yes, cleave it in twain. Uh, and your sword cuts through so perfectly that it cuts through the name on every single document <laughs> on the desk. I said, if necessary. Right. It's unreadable now. Uh, but you do see a lot of documents. There's a lot going on. Nothing that seems like super important. It seems to be very uh, bureaucratic uh, that they are uh, almost all signed by Magistrate uh, Paget. I believe it's Tillman Paget. If you oh, care, Tillman. I'll look it up. But oh, yeah, Tillman. Tillman. Tillman? I think Tillman. Okay. T for the Tillman. All right, let's go to the next room. Okay. To uh, the east. To the east! Sir Julie. I open the door. Lead us. You open the door to the east. Who's ready to have some fun? (laughs) It's been building up the tension. You open the door to the east, and right on the other side of the door is a creature. It is a creature that is hunchbacked, 
green-skinned, with a wide frog-like head, but a mouth more akin to that of a toothy fish, standing right there with a trident. Whoa. Whoa. It looks like this. Ah. Hold on. I'll give you the old... Whoa. Is that Gilman? And you see others behind it. Roll for initiative. Oh, my God. Oh, it's going down. I know this is a show. I know there is an audience, but I'm having a fucking blast. This is fun. Yes. Just playing Pathfinder. It's the tension, yeah. man. It's the tension. And right when we started that encounter, I could just, I could sense how excited your wife was. She was like, <laughs> yes, an encounter. She That's what I came build. for. Yes. That's what I'm here for. Right, they get to roll more dice and say more numbers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin loves that. Some, sometimes we just, instead of watching TV, we just sit there and we roll dice. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and say numbers yes. out and loud. say numbers out loud. Yes. Oh, 12. Are they, thought it would be higher. Are they dirty dice? Looks like I rolled a blow and a tummy. <laughs> <laughs> and Caitlin goes... <laughs> and you giggle like a baby. <laughs> Coming soon to a merch store near you. Yes. <laughs> the old blow tummy. <laughs> My son loves it. I sense a revenue stream. Yep. Glass cannon, dirty dice. Dirty dice. We have to do that. Hold on, I got lick tummy. <laughs> Roll tummy again. All right. Natural tummy? <laughs> Natural tummy! Natural tummy! Bottle cap! Natural fucking Bottle tummy. Bottle cap. All right. <laughs> Let's talk about Anish Aldo. Uh, 23. 23. My goodness, Halster Price. Fifteen. Fifteen. Solid. Atticus Grimm. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Cool. Yes. Sir Julie. Ten. Ooh, looks like you rolled lick. Rolling lick and then picking up the second dice and being like, please no. Please no. <laughs> Not the natural one. Not the natural one of licks. <laughs> we all know what that is. I don't need to say it. All right. <laughs> Apparently, Glass Cannon Dirty Dice is the most dangerous game. <laughs> Sir Julie, from where you're standing, you and Halster, and I'll even say Atticus to a certain degree, that light coming from Halster and from Sir Julie, you both have light cast on you, uh, allows you to see further into the room and you see there are two of these creatures. But from where you're standing, Sir Julie, I'm going to let you see even more. There are four of these creatures. Oh, dear. 
Looks like some sort of dining room. Again, three more doors leading out. A little bit of light coming in from the arrow loop, but it's really the light that Halster and Sir Julie are providing that's allowing you to see what's happening in there. And there were four of these creatures. And again, they look pretty nasty. Yeah, so it's gish. It, it is like a little gish. gishous. Yeah, it's very gish. Are they low confidence? No, they are not. And I, Gilman, gave, right? I gave you that for free. Roll a check if you want to know. It is Aldo's turn. Aldo, you hear Sir Julie go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Aldo hears that uh, cry of dismay and steps in and takes a look over Halster and Sir Julie's shoulder and sees this horrific creature that looks much like our friend Nick Lowe. <laughs> he says I like to sing everything I do <laughs> I love you Nick Do you like that K-Carp? <laughs> I sing opera on the subway <laughs> so, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's Nick, all right. He got himself. <laughs> so embarrassing. So, uh, <laughs> so he sees this. Says, "Oh, woo!" And uh, he just sort of runs his fingers down his uh, fancy leather bandolier and goes to the pocket mark B and like pops it open and pulls out an extract. Oh, guzzles it down. And he casts Bomber's Eye on himself. Ooh, that's good. Talk to me about Bomber's Eye. Bomber's Eye. This extract allows you to throw weapons farther and more accurately. While this extract is in effect, increase the range of any thrown weapon by 10 feet. In addition, you receive a plus one insight bonus on attack rolls made with thrown weapons. Very good. My explosive bomb. So Aldo drinks an extract to prepare for the battle ahead, and it is Atticus's turn. Atticus, uh, I'm sorry, your mirror images are gone, but you would agree it's been more than five minutes. Yeah, it's fine. You win this round, of Valley. Uh, Don't say it. Atticus is just going to... Tr- I'm not going to say it. I'm going to do... I'm just going to waste a turn not instead here. of delaying a turn. <laughs> I think that's better. Uh, it's a live show. We're in DC. Should just waste the turn. Uh, Atticus has, has a kind of knee-jerk reaction because he gets the jump on this. Is going to try to cast a spell on the uh, cr- creature, or I guess maybe a spell like ability on the creature uh, right on the other side of the door to try to give uh, Sir Julian advantage. Ooh, uh, he is going only. to cast a blinding ray Ooh. on the creature. So blinding ray, Leota. It is a, uh, you know, give it its necessary bonuses, uh, but it is flat-footed, and it is a ranged touch attack. So here we go. Okay, so you're shooting through two people, so I'm just going to get a, a plus four to its AC, but it's touch? Touch, yeah. Okay. Here we go. Ooh, dude, that's a 22 against touch AC. Whoa. That is a hit. That is Whoa. a hit. nice. Now, if the creature is uh, less than 5 HD... It is blinded for one round. No save. No save. Wow. He's blind. Yeah, Yeah, blind for one round. 
Blinded by Radio Dub. <laughs> Head up like a goose. Okay, so he is blinded. Nobody likes that. Uh, let's see who. It's one of their turn, but it's not his turn. It's actually this guy in the back. Now, this is tricky because uh, it's a small space. Sir Julie's blocking the door. His buddy's blocking the door. I think he's just going to hang back for a second. Uh, Don't say it. Will Don't he, say. He's going to delay. Boo! <laughs> 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 this man! How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> now it is uh, the one who just got blinded's turn, and he is uh, like. Just flailing around. Uh, he is going to move back and, and trip. Oh no, he can't provoke. Damn it. Very smart. Can you take a five foot step when you it are blind? It doesn't matter. You can't take it anyway. Oh, because I'm, I'm yeah. five footed. Very, yeah. Very He didn't even know what he was doing. Oh, I know what I was doing. Sir right. Julie hasn't went yet. Right. I haven't went yet. She hasn't went yet. <laughs> she hasn't went yet. <laughs> <laughs> Blow <laughs> earlobe. Uh, all right, and then maybe another one is going to wait as well, and it's Halster's turn. They're trying to draw us into the room, Halster. Be careful. Halster is going to swift action cast divine favor on himself and step up to the blinded Nick Lowe and wow. swing out. Yes. Kill him. I Leave work. Spider-Man rudderless. <laughs> Natural 19 for oh, a critical threat. Critical threat. Critical threat. Critical There's old Nick Lowe. All right, he is blinded. His AC is crazy low. Roll to confirm the crit. Oh, shit. 14. That is a critical hit. Yeah. All right. Imagine him doing that in that singlet. Uh, My only fans is Slash Singlet Boy. (laughs) Slash Singlet Boy. Mole Lover. B O I. Like an F boy. You know what I mean? Mole Lover 69. They said he's a singlet boy. I said, see you later, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Said he's a singlet boy. Uh, Joe, do we have a uh, crit that is based in this area which we are? No. (laughs) Nothing? No. That's taxation without representation, Not one that's approved, anyway. I I don't like it either. It's a big anti-taxation without representation crowd here tonight. Yeah. It's, it's uh, Washington, D.C. <laughs> All right, this one from Jordan or Giorgione, if Joe's Giorgione. reading this. Giorgione uh, here tonight? No? Hi, Jordan. From Portland. Portland, Oregon. Uh, Didn't fly uh, out. Yeah, sorry. We don't have one right now for, for Melee. Here we go. It's called Destroy Them All. Oh, I like that. I don't like your that. strike instills fear and reluctance into the enemy whilst inspiring your own teammates with courage. All allies roll a d4. On a three or four, the ally gains plus two 
to hit and damage for 1d6 plus one rounds. Whoa. Your enemies roll a d2, and on a one, receive a negative two to hit and attack for 1d6 plus one rounds. Just give us 45 minutes to resolve this crit. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Uh, Double damage. So it's standard double damage, and then, yeah, it can affect everybody. So d4. D4, yes. That is going to be 19 points of damage. And you just straight up kill him. Oh, nice. Nice, dude. You come in and just hit a vital area and strike him down. And he never saw it coming. Yeah. What was his name? His name? Mm-hmm. Well, his name is, was a family name. It was, a, it was, a fam- it was handed down for generations, yes. I believe. It was, uh, if memory serves. Old Carpy... Carpy Tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> old Carpy Tunnel. He sounds so innocent. You killed Carpy Tunnel? <laughs> I feel bad now. <laughs> Why? I mean, you don't know. Carpy Tunnel has been a scourge upon many, many people. Yeah. Yeah. And he just decided to turn his life around today. Really? Yes. He woke up this morning and he says, I've I've been going down a dark path, but I feel as if I've been blind, but now I see the light. (laughs) I hope no one... The scales have fallen from my eyes. I'm going to rehab tomorrow. (laughs) And then, and then he's just murdered. <laughs> Old Carpy Tunnel. What do you guys have to roll now? Uh, we have to roll a D4. If we get a 3 or 4, plus 2 to hit and damage for 1D6. And then what is nine. my situation? Uh, you have to roll a 1D2. And if you get a 1, so basically, yeah. So D2, do you roll a 1? Okay, the 1 in the top right corner is going to take a penalty. Nice. Okay, one in the top right corner takes a penalty, and then I got the bonus. It's not going to do much, but I got the bonus. I did not. No okay. bone? I did not get the bonus. Oh. oh. All right, so Joe got the bone, and Halster killed an innocent uh, creature. <laughs> now, said innocent creatures are going to react, because the Tunnel family is upset. <laughs> the Tunnel all, family unleashed. They're all related? They're all... Yes. The- they're all siblings? Yep. Are they a traveling band? Uh, I guess you'll never know. Are they a family band? But you do see uh, a drum kit <laughs> in the back corner. We must seek out Reuben Kincaid. Kill him. The scourge will end. <laughs> I the dated one? myself again. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Partridge family. Partridge family. Partridge family. Partridge family. Oh. <laughs> I saw somebody nodding at Skid, and he looks like he's 60 years old. I know. Skid, come on. I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm not helping matters, am I? Skid. All right, so here's what's... Oh, that's funny, Skid. Thank you. I Googled it. If this was 1987, this place would be rolling with laughter. (laughs) (laughs) The one in the back here slides up to Halster, and he's like... Which means no. You killed my brother, Copy. Now we don't have a drummer, and he is going to uh, try to stab you with a trident, and that is a nineteen to hit. Miss Halster hides behind his shield at the last second. Chung. Is it miss? Miss. Miss. Wow. So he comes up, stabaroo, misses. The one up uh, around uh, toward the north here, towards the north of the table, is going to slide down 
and oh god help me i don't want to stand there i'm going to try and t- attack you sir julie through that wall there give yourself a plus four to ac because it's a real tricky hit for this dude but i don't want to uh i don't want to stand there and block the way just so atticus and aldo can bomb and spell the shit out of me here we go natural two Yes. I won't do it. Well, so I think it's going to miss. Boom! Stabs the trident through. A piece of the door jam goes flying off and kills Atticus. And now it is... Oh. Oh, this is very interesting. Oh, no. It's the guy's turn over here right next to the door. Oh. And what's his name? Oh. Lincoln. That's Alistair Tunnel. Alistair Tunnel. Yes. Alistair. Alistair. Yes, he's the lead singer. The eldest. He does vocals. <laughs> Alistair Tunnel opens the door. Oh, no. And then yells, <laughs> <laughs> They killed our drummer. our <laughs> drummer. <laughs> Subtitles. And you hear a response. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Followed by the sound of footsteps. And then he just... Wait, he opens the door, which means we see what's behind the door. Yeah, you sure do. You see to the extent of Sir Julian Halster's Light. You see a shelf. No. No. <laughs> Wait, there's no light going through any of the other six arrow holes on the side of that building? <laughs> it's still daytime, right? <laughs> yeah, it's daytime outside. It's rainy. One. All right, three, you see a little bit there. Three. <laughs> and you see. It's rain. But somehow we can't see through this, this darkness. <laughs> Troy's one-man war against the physics of light continues unabated. (laughs) Can't see it. I'm starting to wonder if your eyes in real life are really that bad. I think he sees things differently than we do. I don't know. You see how we can see the back wall, but not some of the faces of the audience? I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) That's all you see. (laughs) This guy hops up on the fucking table. Didn't he use use a move action over the door? Yeah, so that's all he does. Yeah, that's all he does. Go back to the door. He opens the door, jumps up on the table. With frog-like agility. Frog-like agility. And licks. Yeah, he does it automatically. It is Sir Julie's turn. Finally. Come on, Julie. Come on. All right. Sir Julie is going to slide in five-foot step. She's going to go after the one to the north. Cleave. Okay. Cleave them both. Oh, wait. Oh, oh wait. wait. Had to take Furious Focus. Yes, yeah, in well, fact. Furious Focus right now. I have Furious Focus. I will power attack with my greatsword. With no penalty. Uh, that is a 24 to hit. Nice. Yeah. 24 is a hit. That is 21 points of damage. Woo. And that is a second dead creature. Nice. Yes, yes. 
Too bad you don't have cleave. Too bad. Too bad. At that moment. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> These guys come running in. One guy's like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Looks down at the dead drummer. <laughs> Looks at the dead one to the north who played the triangle. I'm starting to feel legitimately bad for killing these guys. I think we need to, I think we need to negotiate. They're so goofy and stupid. <laughs> I know I'm, yeah, I'm, just I'm, just, I'm just seeing the subtitle. Like, what did you let happen to the triangle guy? And then I'm like, they called each other the triangle guy? Like, <laughs> And he just hops up on the table. <laughs> and then you see uh, two more emerge and starting to come into the room oh, as well. okay. okay. <laughs> this is a merry orchestra. It's a lot. <laughs> it's top of a new round. Thank God. Oh. It's <laughs> Aldo's turn. Okay. Aldo is going to step forward... Uh, 10 feet to get behind his friend, Sir Julie. Hello. And he's going to say, uh, I don't care much for your music, though I haven't heard it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to pop a bomb off his belt and whoop, toss it to the space between the two groups. So it should hit all of them with Amazing. splash wow. Amazing. Wow. Amazing. And that is a natural. That is a natural ten. So that is a twenty. That is touch going, AC against the square. Against the square. <laughs> the square was wearing uh, mithril chainmail. Oh no! <laughs> but it Our still gets enemy. through. <laughs> Our true enemy is the square. He's the manager of the band. <laughs> He's already on the phone trying to find a new drummer and triangulist. Yeah, we lost Kincaid. our triangle guy. Yeah, we yeah. lost it's Ruben Kincaid. Uh, <laughs> no, is there anyone over 40 here? All right. You know what I'm... Three people. Oh, my right. God. Thank you. I am so happy about how many people under 40 are here. <laughs> this is... <laughs> that is wonderful news. Yeah. Listen to those young lungs. Yeah, if you're under 40, just remember the worst is yet to come. <laughs> Hurts to pee. Um... <laughs> Aldo. <laughs> Enjoy sleeping through the night. Yeah. While it lasts. Enjoy it now. <laughs> Aldo. What do I roll? Some reflex saves? Uh, there's a reflex save. Okay. Four reflex saves from these crazy fish dudes. First one. We'll start at the north part of the table, then we'll go to the south part of the table, and then first guy at the door in the next room, second guy. First guy rolls a eight. Second guy rolls a 22. Okay. Third guy rolls a 18. Ooh, a tweener. Last guy rolls an 11. It gets all five, I believe. It gets the guy behind two. What was the DC? Uh, There's only four left. The the DC is 16. DC 16. Yeah. All right, so the one directly next to Sir Julie and the one in the back pass, but uh, Grant just reminded me, this guy here, 
uh, is alive. I oh, just, yes. Let me just remove his dead friend. Thank you. The no. drummer. How quickly we forget. Alistair. Right? No, that was... That was Carpel. That was Carpy. It was Carpel. That was Carpy. Uh, all right, here we go. And he rolled Natty 19. All right, so the one, uh, the first one and the one at the door failed. The other ones all passed. Okay, so the ones who failed take nine points of fire damage. Okay. And those who passed get uh, four points of fire damage. Fair enough. Very effective bomb. It is now Atticus's turn. Atticus steps up behind Aldo. Well done, chap. And he's going to try to shoot past Aldo and Sir Julie to the uh, Alistair, to the lead singer. Yes. Standing on the, uh, on the table there. Uh, very, very, very enormously, ridiculously difficult shot. Yep. Uh, he's going to cast Ray of Frost. And there's something very attractive about him. He has all the makings of a lead singer. It's like a lot of charisma. A lot of charisma. Perhaps I could freeze him, keep him safe. He's forever. standing there with his trident like a microphone. Like. <laughs> <laughs> keep him in a museum. All right, here we go. It's going to be a long shot. <laughs> now. Oh, that is an adjusted four. <laughs> yeah, that is a natural two, so very close to a magic fumble. Not good, Joe. No, not good at all. The one next to Halster is going to do a full attack on Halster, and that is going to be three attacks. Oh, shit. A bite, Whoa. a claw, and a trident. Oh, wow. In what order? Minus your two, sir. Or madam. Yeah, why is he minus two? No, bottom, near Halster. Shut up. (laughs) Security! Security! All right, first attack. Tied to the accuracy of this crowd. Eight on the bite. Natural one on the claw. Yeah! But he does have multiple attacks to confirm. Natural six. Yeah! Yes! yes! Oh, beautiful. Natural oh. attack. He's the keyboard player, isn't he? God. <laughs> What's his name? Hudson? Hudson Tunnel? Oh, that's <laughs> Hudson Tunnel. <laughs> Sorry. All right. <laughs> Uh, this one from Elliot in Washington. Hey! hey. Probably means stage. Uh, All right. Hi, Elliot. Uh, do, I, do I look like a clown? <laughs> you lose the grip on your weapon and begin to fumble for uh, the slippery object. For 1d4 rounds, you play hot potato with yourself, <laughs> making an absolute foolish display. Each round, roll a reflex save on a fail. Deal the weapon die damage to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> On a success, you deal no damage and continue to jungle, juggle. On a natural one, critically threaten yourself. On a natural 20, you regain your composure and end this fan fumble early. Wow. All right, so here's how, here's how I'm going to interpret it. I'll say uh, it's an obvious miss. With his trident attacked, I'll roll the, the reflex save to see if he actually can get it off or if he's going to accidentally attack himself with it. Okay. So reflex save is going to be against your AC. Uh, 19. Miss. So yes. he's a... And then what do I do? I roll to attack myself? 
Uh, yes, it's the, the normal damage die, weapon damage die. Oh, so I do hit myself. Yes. But I don't roll a You don't add 20. your strength modifier in it, just the, the weapon damage Just straight damage up dice. weapon damage? All right, so he takes uh, two points of damage as the trident sticks into his, uh, his piano hand. <laughs> Very upsetting. Uh, it is Halster's turn. Does he? T- was that his third attack? Yeah, that would have been his third attack. Okay, so you got to roll one d four to see how many rounds that lasts for. You got to roll two rounds. Okay, uh, Halster's going to Keep strike out, keyboardist, uh, and with an eighteen to hit. That is a hit. All right. Nice. Uh, ten points of damage. Woo. Oh, ten points dealt to Hudson. He's still up, but he's uh-huh. unhappy. And it is um, number four. Sure. Oh, the one right next to Sir Julie, standing on a table. I'm going to give him a bonus to attack. Higher ground. Yeah, higher ground. As we know, that can be the difference between a lightsaber duel and just another day in, in lava. Sir Julie, I have the higher ground. Three attacks. Bite, claw, trident. Three out of four doctors recommend you should. I just rolled a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, chicken confirm. Natural two on the confirm. Yeah. Joe touch, right. your yeah. Joe, touch your Joe touch uh, your die. Joe touch your die. Joe touch your die. You're totally cool. All uh, right. This uh, one from bite. Brian in Medford, Oregon. Hi, Brian. I just lorked myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you missed so spectacularly that you hit yourself as if with a natural 20. Oh, Wow. Roll to confirm your self-crit against your own AC. If confirmed, uh, draw crit from this list. If not confirmed, just exploding dice against yourself. If I miss you and hit myself... (laughs) With a bite! (laughs) Bite? Natural 17. He's the lead singer. He's like, ah, ah. <laughs> takes a bite out of his own arm. Oh, Alistair, you <laughs> dumb <idiot>. bastard! <laughs> what does he say into his arm? What a bumbling band of nimkaboops! <laughs> uh, <laughs> the tunnels will never tour again. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna happen pretty definitely. <laughs> Now we pull a crit. So this one is from Sycophant in Pelham, Alabama. Hi, Sycophant. This is the end, my beautiful friend. <laughs> oh! oh, my God. That's amazing. You a strike. musical-themed crit. It's yeah. perfect. With yeah. a piano player. It's amazing. You strike the target yourself with such force that you feel it would take a miracle for it to survive. <laughs> Double damage and make a reflex save. If it fails, it falls prone and must make a fortitude save. If it fails again, quadruple damage. (laughs) Oh my god, and the save is against the confirmation roll. You rolled a natty 17. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Look at his face. This is the best day of my life. Yeah, that's amazing. 
One problem at a time here, so double oh, damage. You know, you know one of the guys in here is so happy this is happening to the lead singer. He's like, finally. God. All right, so first double damage. Uh, yeah, you take double damage and then make a reflex save. All right. Uh, I made uh, seven, eight, nine points of damage. He's still alive. Okay. And now I make a reflex save. Yeah, against your confirmation roll. Natural seven. <laughs> <laughs> so now you fall prone, fall prone and now make a fortitude save. Against what? The same DC? The same yes. DC. I got to get neon green for this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fail me now, neon green. You can smell the fear on him. He knows he's going to fail. He knows. He knows. Natural 20. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Natty 20. It's been a long... It's been a minute. First roll of the night. You know what? Bottle cap. <laughs> I wow. It. All right. So he's just prone, but it. still alive. He's prone, but man, he... I can't You know how that. hard he worked for this band? <laughs> <laughs> how many shitty gigs they had to do all around Thrushmore? It how was many his cousin's rooms? van. He was driving his own cousin's van to gigs, loading out the amps by himself. Mighty fish arms. <laughs> one day, one day we're gonna make it. One day we're gonna make it. We're gonna make it real big. My brothers and sisters, when we sign my Capitol Records, we're gonna play the Viper Robot. So he bites himself, hits a critical artery. <laughs> Falls to the ground, prone. <laughs> but doesn't die. Oh no, his tambourine hand. His <laughs> tambourine hand. He's the Davy Jones of the tunnels. And it is Sir Julie's turn. Okay. He has two more attacks. He does have two more attacks. Oh, great. <laughs> Let's get a natural one. I forgot. Here comes the claw, prone. Uh, miss. Yeah, don't then, give yourself that higher ground bonus anymore. Yeah, no, he's got the lower ground. Actually, he's just eye level with you. Stabbing out with the trident. Blood gushing out of his arm. Uh, and I missed with the trident, too. All right, all right. Now it is Sir Julie's turn. You see this poor guy just uh, screaming in pain. <laughs> Laying on the table, blood just gushing out of his arm. Tears streaming down his face. <laughs> his dreams dying his in dreams the moment. Dying. <laughs> I'll I'll leave that poor soul around, alone for now and kill his friend up north. <laughs> kill his brother. <laughs> kill his brother. Sir Julie has pity on him and kills. His I friend want you to watch your brother die first. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Julie, <laughs> that's Sir, Sir Julie's Sir brand of pity. Sir Julie the merciful. <laughs> uh, terrible roll, fifteen to hit. Fifteen hits. Oh. Very, they're not wearing any armor. Okay, you take twenty points of damage. Well, I'll tell you this: one that was his son, <laughs> and you killed him. <laughs> That was his son, and you just <laughs> murdered him. <laughs> right in front of him. <laughs> Sorry. And now he's laying there. Sorry. 
gushing blood out of his tambourine arm. <laughs> and he sees you in one shot take down his son, who was just a roadie for the band. <laughs> he was teaching him the ways just last night. He was like, listen, Carpel's been going through a tough time. <laughs> I don't know how much longer he's going to be able to be with the band unless he can get his demons under control. You might have to be the new drummer. And he said to his dad, which means, I love you, dad. I can do it. And you just killed him. With my move action, I shall spare him more further and just kind of shove the body off the table. Yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't have to look at it. He doesn't have to look at yeah. it, all right? <laughs> the immeasurable pity of Sir Julie. Oh, no, here it comes. Oh, no! Oh, the sun is bleeding so much. It is the other creature's turns, of which there are two left. (laughs) This guy, he didn't see any of this. He steps in and looks over. (laughs) He never liked that kid. (laughs) And he... uh, He's the bass player. He's the bass player. (laughs) He uh, just throws a trident at Halster, who is going to get a plus four to his AC. And there's no way I'm going to hit you, but I think it'll be funny. Nat nat four. The the thing just flies, hits the wall, bounces off. Now he's tridentless. And then this other one comes in and, and, and just starts making his way around uh, the long side of the table. And it is Aldo's turn. Aldo uh, is... Aldo sees that this... So much blood. Oh. Uh, okay, you know what? All right. Aldo. Open the door for the dogs and let them in if they're hungry. Oh. <laughs> Aldo is going to throw another bomb at the prone, uh, <laughs> the lead singer. He's going to throw a bomb at them. Uh, Natty 17. Surely Ooh. that hits against Touch Ace. It does. The various bonuses. All right. So that is uh, on the guy. Oh, that's on the guy who's down. That is 12 points of fire damage. So he catches the bomb and cradles it. Not unlike what he did with his son when it was born. <laughs> and he holds it and is like, shh. shh. It's all right, Demetrius. <laughs> and the bomb explodes and kills him. <laughs> it's now Atticus's turn. Well, I need There's reflex saves. Splash. Oh, for the oh for god, the other for the three. friggin' splash. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm sticking with neon green here. First one up top 
18. What's the okay. DC? That's 16. Okay. Next one uh, failed, the one uh, right behind the newly dead one, and then uh, natural one on the third one. So two okay. fails and a save. So nine and four hit points, uh, respectively, to the ones. Wow. Okay, so the one right in front of Halster dies. Yes! <laughs> there goes the keyboardist. Uh, the one up top gets really messed up. Uh, and then this one right, who just entered, is still alive as well. So there's two left and uh, five dead <laughs> band members of the Tunnel family. <laughs> it is... Uh, that was uh, Aldo. Now it's Atticus's turn. Uh, all right, Atticus will uh, slide in uh, past Aldo, past Sir Julie, turn around the corner, and we'll fire off a ray of frost at the one to the north. Against okay. touch, plus two to hit because of that sweet crit from earlier. Natty 16. Yeah. Got him. Got him. Let me ask you this. Did you do a ray of frost before? You did? Yeah. How much damage did you do? Zero. I did. I missed. You missed. Okay. How much damage you get now? Oh dear. How much damage? Jesus, everybody's immune to cold in here. Uh, I got three points of damage. Zero points of damage. God damn it! They're immune to cold. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna roll knowledge, John. Okay. <laughs> uh, Seventeen. Is that local? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you roll? 17. On what? Whatever you want. All right. These are creatures creatures known as scum. Oh, they are! I was wondering. Yeah. Ulatkini, as they are called amongst their own kind. Ulatkini. Yes. Yeah, why do you have to call them scum? They're the Ulatkini family band. Well, I'm telling, this is how Atticus knows them. Scum. The scum. Disgust me. And scum. They have. Music is unbearable. Energy resistance, cold 10. Wow. So you got to surpass 10 to even break through. Fuck. Never should have used that. Yeah. If only you'd... If only I'd done the knowledge check before. If only you had remembered <laughs> like you knew that. Like a good player. Before. <laughs> Everyone shut up. Whose turn is it? It is Halster's turn. Halster is going to slide risky business style through the blood of an entire family and try to finish <laughs> off another member! Finish it! 15 on the die. That's a hit, baby. Let's get it. Max damage, 13 points. Dead! 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 Let's see what the survey says. Let's see what the survey says. Dead. The last one standing there just looks around at the Carnage! Oh, his entire family band. And it's not even his turn. It's Sir Julie's turn. <laughs> Sir Julie will, will charge around the table. Oh, and with swift vengeance, <laughs> take a swing with the greatsword. Natural 18. Yeah! <laughs> 23 points of damage. I deleted him from the board, but you're standing on the dead body of Demetrius, <laughs> using pressing your f- gauntleted foot. What's a what's a foot gauntlet called? A boot. A, a, what is it? A boot. <laughs> a grieve. Just pushing your grieve into his skull, cracking jawbone. Using it for leverage. 
to kill the final scum. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Sir Jules. Hero to us all. Closes his eyes and embraces death. Because he doesn't want to live in a world where he has to create a new band. This is like the day the music died. <laughs> long, long time ago, I can still remember. The Tunnels were a big band in Ustalov in the 80s. And then they were all horribly murdered. In, in uh, the craziest of, thing. In 18 <laughs> seconds, it took these <laughs> murderers to wipe out an entire family yes. band. <laughs> Led by a paladin. This <laughs> came in and paladin. slaughtered them all. No questions asked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a single question. I asked questions. I want to know who played the bass and who played <laughs> the drums. <laughs> <and> the, <laughs> the drummer goes first. <laughs> it is the only lawful thing. <laughs> Oh, so good lord. You've killed all of them. You're in a dining room. Looks like this is long wooden table. Maybe it's used for meetings. Maybe it's used for dining. It's a dozen chairs. <laughs> Pair of decorated chests and a display case featuring a collection of uh, creations from probably local artisans sit against the wall. And then there's an open door leading into another room where it looks like there's long benches. Kind of looks like a courtroom. Um, can I do a check just to see if they, uh, all joking aside, like, do they seem uh, under any sort of like compulsion or command or anything like that? Or do they, they seem like a free-thinking family band? <laughs> <laughs> the latter. Okay. Yeah, they seemed very strange. How could they coexist like they with the juju zombies? Don't understand it. Yeah, they didn't seem like they were under any mental control. They seemed to be pretty aware of what they were doing. And I mean, they're evil. Scum are, are naturally evil. Yes. So. Yeah. These ones happen to be chaotic good. Uh, but generally... That gen- was the name of their band. Right. <laughs> chaotic good. <laughs> Chaotic good, a family band. <laughs> Were they carrying anything besides their instruments? Uh, <laughs> tridents. Well, now you've got seven tridents, Woo! which is cool. Killed a guy. Uh, I saw that. <laughs> I saw, I saw that. that. I saw that. <laughs> uh, but that's all. That's all they had on their person because they don't have pockets because they were uh, they couldn't afford clothes. Things were tough. Man uh, hadn't taken off yet. Sir Julie steps into the, uh, the next chamber. All right, so you step into the next chamber. Now I'll reveal it, you jerks. Uh, Atticus, by the way, uh, just real quick, is going to look like under the table and sort of search, you know, to see if there's anything of interest. Okay, well, go ahead and roll a perception. Uh, that is a 19. Yeah, so the chests jump out at you, so you, you go over to the chest, you just pop them open. Um, do a perception check for traps. <laughs> Nailed it. Twelve. I assume it's twelve is fine. They don't appear to be trapped. All right. Hold. hold yeah. Okay. Fine. Fine. Yes. Try to open it. God. No. They. Uh, there's just like tablecloths and bank, banquet supplies and stuff. Uh, you think the tableware 
uh, goblets and platters and candlesticks, decorations in the room. Like you might be able to fetch a couple hundred gold pieces if you want to just steal from this place. Uh, you do see a pair of crystal goblets, fancy ceremonial goblets, uh, in a velvet lined box that might be worth a couple. Oh, I'd like to do an appraise check. Yes, yeah. I, yeah, I'll do it first. Uh, oh, that was a D twelve, not a D twenty. Uh, twenty one. 24. Oh! Do you think they're worth 249 gold pieces? But you know better. 250. 250. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sir Julie steps into the courtroom. Says, I'm just a simple paladin. <laughs> Your modern world frightens and confuses me. <laughs> that one I got. <laughs> I'm just doing a set from like Live at the Improv in like 1989 <laughs> just do that all night the walls of this semicircular room are clad in wood up to half of their height and decorated with more murals murals of the town's civil life on the upper half it's a courtroom a bench runs along most of the curved outer wall uh, under three grated windows fitted with stained glass. Opposite the bench are a trio of high back chairs and a desk with a stool. Two more benches sit in the middle uh, near a central pillar that supports the ceiling. Yeah, it looks like a tor- courtroom, and it would make sense that trials would be held here, and those found guilty would be thrown in the dungeon if they weren't executed. Halster, you wonder to yourself, you spent a night in the tank here from what you heard, from getting into a fight. Was there a trial? Or they were just like, let's just let them cool off. You don't know. Did I turn everyone into juju zombies and then invite a family band? (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. Who can say? (laughs) They were looking past us. That's our manager! (laughs) That's our manager! (laughs) Shut your mouth! (laughs) <laughs> he understands their tongue. <laughs> Kill him! Kill him! <laughs> what do you do? Uh, search the desk. Nothing. Yeah. Atticus will move in. I'll search the premises. Uh, we'll take 20. We'll take 20 on a perception on the room. Nothing take a while. Bit. Okay. Spilled a bunch of shit. Nothing of import. It's all of my computer. No court transcripts? No. Thank you. Oh. Troy just spilled beer all over his computer. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even see it. This is the computer that mysteriously has non functional USB ports for some reason? I wonder why that is. How could that happen? The worst part is I tried to pour it off and it went right onto my crotch. So you now at the end of this video, people are going to be like, you know, oh, great show. Right up, a golden mug. <laughs> Troy, Troy peed his pants. What a shame. <laughs> he was so scared of Sir Julian. So scared. He couldn't, All right. couldn't uh, control himself. Kick down the northern door. To the north, there we then. Go. Yes. Kicking yes. down the door to the north. Your instinct. Door to the north. Door to the north. Kick down the door to the north. It's fucking dark in here. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Oh, damn it. It's 
fucking dark in here, man. But there are more stairs. <gasps> oh. Going up? I don't know, guys. It's 10 o'clock. Should we call? Oh, my God. Is it? Should we call the show at 10? There are 5,000 people here. You heard him. <laughs> we're going long, going long. So gird your loins, cause we're going long, going long, going long. So gird your loins, going long. Yeah! <laughs> and uh, as always, our sincerest apologies to the staff. Yes. yes. That was Nick Lowe, the scum. <laughs> and to Matthew's wife. We're very sorry. <laughs> My sister also was like, how long does this thing go? I was like, two hours. Unless it's 2.15. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There are two wide cabinets with reinforced doors standing against the north wall and an ascending stairway in this room. I hurl my greatsword into the stairway. The st- Kill it! Just the in case. stairway cries out in pain. No! <laughs> Long have I rested here. <laughs> Classic mimic stairwell. Just a mouth opens up on the yeah. first Should you wish to ascend, <laughs> you must answer my riddle. Answer me. <laughs> You know, you can't fault 60 years of adventuring experience. (laughs) (laughs) That's her Julie for you. Sadly. She's seen it all. The greatsword impales itself on the fourth step, and he bleeds out and dies. Oh, no. Today was my name day. (laughs) Oh, no. The stairs wither and die and crumble. Oh, no. (laughs) Poor Matt stairs. (laughs) A perforated I got metal that one. Shut up. A perforated metal bin sits near the fireplace in the what? north. Wait, a what metal bin? Prefer- perforated. 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 Shut up. <laughs> I'm from I Massachusetts. Prefer- we say things weird. <laughs> I even it even says perforated, but I said perforated. I prefer it rated. <laughs> All right. Let's <laughs> let's go in. Per- per- perforated. Let's I've always said perforated. <laughs> a perforated Shut up. Uh, there's a bin. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sitting in the northeast the corner of the room sitting in near the, the fireplace. So, the, Julie. The cabinets seem to be important. Open it all. <laughs> Quickly. I, I go to the cabinet. Okay. It's locked. You said the cabinet seems to be important. Yeah, they're locked. That's why they're locked. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That was my first riddle. So, <laughs> Julie, help us. Before this locked cabinet turns to her friends and says, It's locked. Oh, uh, oh I can help, possibly. Uh, if you wouldn't mind stepping aside. So, and actually, Aldo's still, like, he's moving like crazy. He's still got the dexterity mutagen. So he's just, like, he's moving like crazy. Yeah, crazy. Like, a, like yeah. an inflatable man dancing in the wind. Yeah, yeah. Or like D. Antwerp or something. He's like, 
It's a little twitchy. A little twitchy. So he's going to, yeah, he's going to try to do a disable device. So that is a, there's an 18. Not enough, but it doesn't set off a trap. So I'll say that you can eventually just open it if you take your time. I, I do. Okay. You open up these cabinets and uh, there are tons of documents inside detailing at first glance what looks like decades of the town's administration. You could spend some time here, if you'd like, to learn from these documents. Yeah. Depending on how much time you want to spend. Yeah. Yes, I feel as if we should. Two Not hours. under immediate danger. It's important we learn this. Should. Yeah, you've killed a lot of people already, so you feel pretty safe. I've killed several families already. <laughs> Since you've entered this place, you've killed 14 people. <laughs> <laughs> There's 10 left. <laughs> Bottle cap. Bottle cap. Bottle cap. I'll take one, yes. So you want to spend significant time trying to learn as much as you can, or do you want to spend yes. a finite amount of time? Yeah, no, I, a significant amount of time. I'll say, uh, no, Sir Julie, uh, if you could watch the exits, and Atticus will pour through these documents. Okay. All right, so I'm going to say you spend eight hours pouring over these documents. Eight hours. I'm yeah. going to take a little snooze. Take a little snooze? Okay. Uh, and I will lose mage armor. Yeah, if you want to uh, have only one person not rest... Three of you could rest. Yeah. yeah. Great. Let's rest. All right. Yeah. So who's going to read and who's going to rest? I shall rest. I shall rest. I shall rest as All well. All right. Atticus is going to read. <laughs> you know, rest is rather important too, is it? So while the rest no, but of he's, them... He's obsessed with these documents. Yeah. There's this no is... way. He'll rest. Yeah. Wake us if something happens. <laughs> yes. Yes. We'll do. Quiet. Okay. You find some... Some information over these eight hours. Some information that really jumps out at you. There's a lot of stuff here. It's not like you're reading everything, but you start going down trails. And you're like, oh, this seems very interesting. And there's four bits of information that really strike you. One cabinet contains several records of a lawsuit presented against Count Lols by a bookstore called Nameless They were lamenting not being paid for an occult book titled The Revelations of Hali that Lowell's either borrowed or requisitioned from them. Imagine he's the count. He can walk in there and be like, I need that book. I'll give it back when I can feel like it. And then they were like, we're suing you. It appears that Lowell's actually lost the case and was ordered to pay the price of the book. But a later note indicates that months passed before the payment was actually issued. But there's no official document of the payment actually being made. And as you dig in, Atticus, something about the notes leads you to believe that perhaps other arrangements were made instead of payment. Shady, shady business. You find a memo. He paid them in cocaine. Paid them in cocaine. (laughs) I'm keeping the book, but here's some (laughs) yayo. They were like, deal. Keep it off the books. (laughs) You find a memo documenting an official interrogation of Count Hazerton Lyles IV about the unexpected death of his mother 
a woman named Namira Lyles. And this interrogation was made at the request of her elder brother. The response from the count was that his mother died suddenly of this strange disease that seemed to claim his father as well. And she was buried privately in the family crypt under Iris Hill. Iris Hill? Iris Hill. <laughs> Mound of the corpses who slain the Irish, this land. It's just, it's just Iris Hill. Oh, Iris Hill. Yes, right. <laughs> Despite a strong protest from the mother's family, led by her brother, and by the looks of it, the offer of a substantial bribe, the magistrate was unable to gain legal access to Iris Hill to investigate further. Hmm. So the, bro- the mother dies, the brother's like, well, I want to know more about what happened to my sister. And the but then the like, count brings in like his heavy hitter lawyers, right. and they shut it down. Shut it down. This mother... Slip him a little coke on the way out. (laughs) I think we understand. You didn't see nothing but this Colombian white. (laughs) The guy's like, no, I just, thanks, but I just want to have my sister. (laughs) I mean, I appreciate the coke, but you don't have my sister. (laughs) I'll never say no to a free coke, but I'm still a little concerned about my sister. This is very kind, but what's up with my dead sister? (laughs) A memo summarizes the proceedings of a trial for high treason against someone named Dr. Climes Pret. He was accused of having poisoned Count Hazerton Lowell's III, Count Lowell's father, and sentenced to die in his cell here in Fort Hale Course. So that conflicts with this idea that the mother died of the same disease of the father, now you see that a guy was thrown in prison for poisoning the father. A little conflicting information. The last thing that jumps out at you, it jumps out at you because you recognize the person being talked about because a document shows the record of arrest for a man named Halster Price. Shit. Oh, oh my God, he's sleeping. And Atticus just looks over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. News. This is it. Yeah, you read everything. Finally, I can get rid of this price. He started a brawl in the stain and was arrested. Thrown in here. Spent the night in Fort Hill Course. He wet himself horribly. <laughs> Did he cry all Cried night? like a baby while he wet himself, it says. You're just looking at him the whole time while he's sucking his thumb. (laughs) They drew a picture in there. Yes, you can see there's countless drawn images of him laying in a puddle of his own. The night guard is in art school, and he's like, I've never. He's gonna be. He's gonna be the court. He's gonna be the court. The court. uh, The court artist. (laughs) So he's practicing. I know. I've never seen an illuminated uh, arrest record. It's very detailed. It's like the Book of Kells, but with more arrests. It looks like Lowell's came and bailed him out. Had to pay 50 gold pieces to avoid any further inconvenience. Lowell's paid the fine, asked them to clean up the urine, (laughs) and then retrieved Price the next day. I almost wrote down, asked them to clear out the urine in my notes. (laughs) 
gave them an extra five spot to clean up the urine. Slipped them a little coke. Here's a little coke for your trouble. (laughs) Thank you. By the way, here's some cocaine for your troubles. You have a little too much. It's easy to wet yourself. (laughs) So, yeah, that's what you find. Some interesting stuff. And you also find a bookmark that jumps out at you because you're spending time in there. You're detecting magic, and you find a magical bookmark in one of the books protecting one of them. Uh, It's in like a book of Farazman hymns. You think Halster might be interested. Um, But as you start looking through it, you see that it's not just hymns. It's a book about the dreamlands explaining the various denizens of that otherworldly realm. And the bookmark is a magical bookmark known as a bookmark of deception. This is cool. book itself might be worth some money. The bookmark will be useless for the rest of the adventure. It's a stupid magical item. <laughs> Your friends wake up. Oh, dude, I'm taking that bookmark. Yeah, take it. Putting it in my spell book. Okay. Now your spell book looks like a simple pamphlet. Yeah. It looks, yeah. What do you want to do? Your friends wake up. Halster changes Sorry, his I pants. I should say the bookmark, it's a magical bookmark. It makes any book it's in appear to be a completely different book filled with all different information. Right. So you're like, oh, a, a hymnal. You pull it out and you're like, oh, shit. This oh, is shit. It's an eldritch grimmery of spells. Yeah. We wake up and we see, oh, this looks like an airport novel. I'll just throw this away. Right. <laughs> read, I read this. We read this one, right? Right. <laughs> What do you want to do? Three of you are rested. Atticus is bleary-eyed. I feel amazing. How are you, Atticus? I'm very tired, but it was worth it. What did you find? What did you see through the, all the, your pourings? Start from the beginning. <laughs> tell them everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he'll tell you everything that uh, he, he found out. You're in, you say? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cried like a baby. Yes. <laughs> All night long, the guard said it. It's here in the notes, under his caption under his drawings. He had never seen anyone cry so much <laughs> in an overnight lockup. Wow. Yeah. Certainly had access to a lot of cocaine. How's <laughs> <laughs> just yes, the, 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 um, the amount of cocaine that was passed <laughs> between people is shocking. <laughs> it's a shocking right, amount right of cocaine in the halls of justice. <laughs> So much cocaine. Every judge. Bartered in the halls of justice. All right. All right. Uh, (laughs) You got stairs going up. You've got another door back in the dining room leading further west. What's speaking to you here now that you're armed with this new cryptic cocaine-laced information? We've got to finish off this floor. Yes. Before we go up. Interesting. Kick down the door. It's locked. I kick it down. Perhaps you didn't hear what he said. <laughs> kick it down. I kick it down hard. Unless you can turn your foot into a key. Uh, does Aldo it. does a perception check. Okay. Uh, that is a 25. 25. Uh, it does not appear to be trapped. All right. Aldo is going to attempt to pick the lock. Uh, natural one. Uh, no. Try again. <laughs> uh, 25. DC 25. There you go, Aldo. There you go, Aldo. 
So uh, you take a little time, you pop it open, and you see another a room. Dark. Man, God damn it. Dark room. So many stairs. You, you see, really want us to go upstairs. Well, yeah. here's the thing about these stairs. They go down. Oh. Let's go down. Let's just go down. Let's go down. Right now. Let's go down. For no good reason. Let's just charge into the dungeon. That's where you were. That's where these people were held. That's where that dude was put in, into lockup. I, I don't know. It's where all the cocaine is. Maybe that's where all the coke is. There's no coke. There's no, There's no fucking coke. Nobody? Come on. There's a door leading down, obviously into the courtyard. There's another door to the north leading who knows where. You see it's locked, Sir Julie, but it's locked from the inside. You can unlock it if you so choose. And then stairs leading down. I mean, look at your options here. You've got back in the lobby, the door leading further west where the waves of juju zombies came at you. There's the courtyard with a couple of angry dogs that were not happy, but you were able to sneak past them without starting a fight. You come over into a kitchen with stairs leading up, an office with a poison needle trap, a dining room and a courtroom full of scum, these archives with information and more stairs leading up and stairs leading down. There is still an unexplored area here on the first level. But what do you want to do? I want to go down. Not going to lie. There's a lot of interesting information about this dungeon I read last night. He's all bleary-eyed. This one who was accused of poisoning the Count's mother. It's very interesting. It's possible he could be the one that orchestrated all of this. Perhaps he was unjustly imprisoned, rose up. I don't know. It's calling to me. So, Julie, go down there alone and figure out what's going on. <laughs> I'll be up here reading. All right, let's go downstairs. <laughs> All right, let's go. Yeah! yeah! You're going downstairs? Downstairs! Yeah. Wow. The one thing he didn't prepare. Oh, I'm prepared. I'd like to direct you to a new map. Ooh, juicy. Get excited. Let me reveal the little area that you're in. My goodness gracious. <laughs> Try and find that tiny little space, Grant. I, I see it. It's a stairway that ends in a door. A door. A door. I don't know if it's been revealed yet. It's pitch dark. Yes, there. <laughs> don't worry about that. That's the upper floors of that level. But look over to the right. Wait, keep going to the right. To the east, as they say. Look at that. Oh, can the we recast the light on our... You know, Let's be honest, yes, though. It's dark and you can't see anything. I did the wrong one. Yes, he opened it up already. Oh! <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Come on, dude. Halster pees himself again. <laughs> <laughs> Pee starts running down it's the stairs. It's warm for a while. <laughs> Sir Julie, open the door. Please. Uh, okay. Thank you. Sir Julie, up front, opens the door, and you see 
a big door to the south, a little door to the east, and some wooden shelves. Big door, big door, big door. It's a cool and surprisingly dry subterranean room lined with sturdy shelves laden with chopped wood. I don't trust these shelves. Couple so Julie hurls her greatsword into the shelves. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh! right. I, I, I open the door. A couple of axes sit propped in the corner and a small hatchet is driven into a stump perhaps used to split smaller logs and make kindling. You're taken back to the Chapel of Phorasma at Briarstone Asylum, and you think, it's been a long time since you've seen so many logs. Sir Julie goes to the southern door and opens it. And as she does, she hears a sound that's all too familiar. And we'll see you in Boston! Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to Counterclock now, wherever you listen to podcasts.